but we are going to do something different. Uh, every year we try to do, the, uh, Parkway allows me to, to bring in and do a, a Mission Solano Sunday. Um, and and, and I, I enjoy doing that. And some of you know, and you've heard me say over and over again of, of Parkway's involvement and how there would no, not be a Mission Solano if it were not for Parkway. Uh, I'm going to tell you that again because it's worth repeating. There would not be a Mission Solano if it were not for Parkway Community Church. Back in 1991, and I see Brian back there. Brian, if you remember, you and Ingrid, with many other of our friends back in 1991, put a video together uh, that was one to encourage Jennifer and I and our two daughters at that time to stick with it as we went off and Parkway sent us off as home missionaries to, to Bible college to prepare for the ministry and what God had planted in, in our hearts. I say ours, not only mine for a, a, an organization that became Mission Solano, but also in the hearts of Parkway people. Because Parkway has always been about change. It's always been about doing things. And when, when Nick was up here and he shared about Parkway started a ministry, that's, that's not unusual, those words. Parkway started Mission Solano. Parkway started 11. Parkway started the, uh, the Hope Ministry. And things are happening, and we need to continually realize that God is using you, his church, to change the community in which we are. I had no idea Mission Solano was going to become what it's become. No way. I mean, I kind of think if I would have known back then, I would have been like Jonah, and I would have been looking for a, an ocean somewhere to go the other direction. Uh, it hasn't been easy, but nothing that God does is ever easy, uh, and it's always rewarding for us when we walk in it. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing, all the sleepless nights and the, and the, the agony and just the, the blood, the sweat, the tears that we've gone through. And I know Raymond Cordemash will be coming up here in a minute because we're doing something different today. We want to bring to you the streets, in a sense. We want to bring to you a visual. We, wanna, we want to uh, bring to you the past, present, and future of Mission Solano because you guys are important to us. You encourage us. You sustain us. God uses you to continually change lives at Mission Solano. And so we want to do that. The history I told you a little bit about of of, uh, Mission Solano was one of Parkway sending us out, my wife and I, with a vision to come back uh, to start some sort of Christ-centered ministry to drug addicts and alcoholics. It's what my life was in the past. God took me. Parkway was involved in changing me when it was Fairfield Baptist General Conference. Can't even fit that on a check. That's why they changed it, I hope. But um, over there on Broadway, it was a little church back then, and I went from a rehab program to a Billy Graham crusade to Parkway Community Church. That changed my life, all those steps. And then Parkway continued to grow me and, and, put the, and, and to fuel that passion, sent us off, came back, and found that God had had the churches of Solano County ready for something magnificent to happen in this county. Uh, and Mission Solano has, has been that. Uh, Mission Solano has been an organization that is unlike anything I've ever seen or been involved with. Uh, and we are, are now, we have the capacity for uh, 268 people that we can shelter. 18,000 people have slept on this floor since we started Mission Solano, Parkway's involvement. 18,000, give or take a few hundred, uh, people have slept on this floor. Some of the people you're going to see in some of the videos and some of the stuff that, we, that we're doing here have slept on this floor and you will see now in eternity. And so through all that, you have been involved and have been a part of the ministry that takes place. 
uh, you have been involved and take place in, in other ministries as well, whether it's Alpha, whether it's Leaven, the things that are changing our community. And that's a good thing. And so I want to take some time. I want to introduce first Raymond Cordomash. You guys know Raymond, a.k.a. Brother Raymond. Come up here, Raymond. Um, Raymond has been... Raymond has been a part of Parkway almost as long as I have. Uh, maybe uh, I was there maybe a month later or a couple months. And I tried to keep him as a volunteer for a long time, but sooner or later I had to start paying him because <laughs> you just didn't have to do that. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Raymond, uh, as you know, Raymond and Teresa are the mother and father of Matt Garcia. And Matt not only really grew up at the mission, but I've got pictures and I found pictures of Matt growing up here with uh, the youth ministry and pictures of him on the mission trips to Mexico and things. And so um, Parkway, again, weaving through the lives of people uh, that have changed his community. Uh, that's a good thing. So Raymond's going to share a little bit. But before Raymond shares, I forgot something. I want to introduce you. I want to introduce you to Maria. So um, meet Maria. There was a long time there where even when I first got here, it was scary. I was like, can you do this? Can you do this? And I, and that's where God came in. This is the beginning of the rest of your life. And I knew, you know, I knew I wasn't going to, I wasn't turning back. And, and Jesus brought me here and he put these people in my life. And now I'm home now. You know, and it's thanks, it's thanks to these people. And I just can't, um, there are no words that can express, you know, my depth of gratitude. I finally, you know what, I finally got my life. I have a job now. I have my family's trust back. If it weren't for Mr. Solano, and if it weren't for the people these people, they, they're just so wonderful and great, and they care. I mean, and to just, like, put this in me, you know, show me that you trust me, you believe in me. The only thing I can do is, like, do today right so I can make a better tomorrow. And I know that, and there's nothing. I got this. That enemy is just going to stay back there because like I got this I got this and I'm I'm good now changing lives in Solano County for a brighter tomorrow trying to approach things from an eternity perspective Again, it's a privilege to uh, to be here with Parkway this morning. Uh, I've had the privilege to be on the receiving end of your prayers and your clearly your ongoing support uh, for many years. And as Ron had said, uh, 
Uh, I've had the privilege uh, to meet Ron about 30 days after he's coming to uh, Fairfield and uh, was a volunteer for probably the first year and an uh, entrepreneur. I had businesses and things that I was doing. And um, as I began to slowly let go of those things and just try to hold up Ron's arms, uh, I remember a time uh, Ron had me go have, uh, as he likes to have coffee. Anybody ever have coffee with Ron before? <laughs> And uh, he slid me over a little check, and uh, his wife and himself had uh, tied, <laughs> you know, they had tied to, uh, to me and my wife and to my family as I was holding up his arms. So just to share the heart of uh, my brother Ron here, uh, so it's been a privilege and honor to hold up your arms and look forward to, Lord willing, the next 15 years trying to invest uh, into our communities in the ways that... Uh, uh, serve him and his purpose from uh, eternity, I'm trying to approach things from an eternity p- perspective. I, I do have a few things that I'd like to share with you, uh, but I'm going to hold my comments until after we share this video right here. I'd like to introduce each and every one of you to a gentleman named Cliff. You'll be blessed by his words. Here I am sitting in a cell, doing life. But now there's possibility I'll be doing life without the possibility of parole. And I remember the breaking point for me was that day in the cell at midnight. And I remember sitting on that bunk, and I tell you what, I cried out. That's the first time I ever really cried out to the Lord. Um, I needed some guidance in my life. I didn't have it. I was a man didn't have no substance, uh, no guidance in my life. And I remember I just reached out, and I prayed, and I got on my knees, and I prayed. So here I am, when I get out that hole, I remember the Lord guiding me into the chapel. And I remember I went to the altar and I, I got on my knees and I prayed and prayed. And I just, I just continued to say, Lord, whatever your will may be for my life, let it be done. From that day forward, his mercy and grace just started showing me different directions. Um, I started reaching out to people who wanted to help me. Now, where was I going to go when I got out? My transition, how would it be spending almost half of my life incarcerated? I didn't know where to go. But then I heard about Mission Solano, and I heard about it being a Christian-based program. I said, what best place can I go to help my transition? I was nervous. I wasn't for sure. And I remember coming to Mission Solano, I didn't know what to expect. But I I was open-minded because I needed some sort of direction in my life. And it's been amazing being in Mission Solano. Mission Solano has helped me changed my life, has given me better direction. I'm now a man of substance and belief, and it opened up a whole different value system for me. But Mission Salama has taught me to love again, to be compassionate towards people, and that's what Mission Salama has done for me. Cliff Parker, he is... uh... As he shared there a little bit with you, uh, he was an individual at a very young age, made a poor choice, ended up being convicted and uh, spent a majority of his life in prison. And uh, as he had shared, he surrendered his life to a God that he didn't know, and today clearly has a glimpse of who he is. 
Cliff Parker came to us uh, just over three years ago, and part of his reentry program was that he was going to uh, complete a Raise a Hope program. That's a uh, under Ron's leadership, a ministry of, as he talked about, equipping people uh, to overcome these imbalances in this world is, that we live in, this broken world that we live in. He completed that Raise a Hope program, a six-month program. The premise of that program is uh, comes from Romans chapter 5, and the Bible tells us that God has given us a hope, and that hope does not disappoint us because he has poured out his love into our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. And so, again, a lot of times in life, we try to do things in our own strength, right? But as we surrender our lives to a care of God that we understand and who has revealed himself to us, uh, he promises us the Holy Spirit. Uh, and uh, the message of uh, that's the hope that Cliff had. And, and so that message of, of hope and that program of hope, Raise a Hope program is uh, H-O-P-E, Helping Other People Escape. And so I think that's really the ministry of uh, reconciliation. The ministry of the cross is that, you know, it's not about self but purpose, right? We're trying to escape from self. God has each is equipped and given each one of us a voice and a purpose for his creation. Obviously, ultimately, to reveal himself in us through our surrendering and allowing him to live his ministry through us. And so Cliff Parker not only... Um, graduated that program, but also stepped up to a next step program where he became an intern, uh, uh, became uh, actually employed, and now is uh, leading our discipleship program right there at Mission Solano's 740 Travis Community Outreach Center. And that road that leads up to that community outreach center is affectionately called the Damascus Road. And many folks that walk up that road come to a living, love, and saving knowledge of who Christ is because of the hope that is embodied in Cliff and those that come there. And uh, again, it's a privilege and honor to uh, be an extension of your time, your talent, and your treasures serving uh, this great city, uh, this great county, and uh, uh, not just this world that we live in, but in purposes beyond this world Again, it's a privilege and honor to uh, be here today with you. Uh, uh, look forward to being, uh, being an extension of your love and your compassion and your desire to want to live out a purpose in this, this world. I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce you, Nick Fisher. He, Nick Fisher is our Director of Development, and uh, we're blessed to have him. He's been on our team now for about a year, and I thank God that uh, God answers prayer and uh, brings guys like Nish to Nick to our team. So, Nick, please. All right. So, I can't do it better than one more story, okay? So, we're going to, I'm going to introduce you to Sue. She's going to tell you all about what Mission Sloan has meant to her. I've been married for 31 years, raised four children. They're all grown now. I have seven grandkids. Um, I'm going through a divorce right now. I got a place of my own, and 
by him failing to pay me my spousal support, I depleted my savings and things went from bad to worse. I felt like everything just spiraled down from me and it, it is, it was so hard for me to, um, just to do anything. I felt like I was just failing in everything I did and um, I was hurt, very hurt inside. Um, I just felt like I, the rug had just been pulled out from underneath me. I just lost my whole life. I never had planned for something like this devastating to happen in my life. I didn't have anywhere else to go. I had no money. I had nothing. And I felt myself just worthless, pretty much. And um, so I, I went to the mission, and I was welcome, welcome there, very welcome. By being here, it's built me back up to where I'm strong now, or I'm getting stronger anyway. And it's like it's, I feel like I'm ready now to be able to have my own little niche in the world, my own little place to go home, real home. So if you're like me, you're seeing these stories and you're hearing about all this stuff and you want to do something about it, right? You want to kind of get involved. So that's what I'm here to kind of share with you just a few quick ways you can get involved today uh, to be a part of that brighter tomorrow for for Solano County, Fairfield, and and everything that we have going on. But um, the most important, the thing that, that obviously helps us keep going is just your support. So whether it's financial donations or donations at our thrift store or, or what I've seen, the biggest impact really over the year that I've been able to see it is, and be with Mission Solano is really truly the families coming in with, with young kids and, don't, and donating their time, coming to volunteer and serve food, coming and bringing food or, or bringing canned goods or doing a canned food drive at your school and those things. To see the next generation getting involved is inspiring. So I would just encourage all of you um, and, and Parkway in general to, to look at that next generation, especially if you have little ones. Show them what it means to be the hands and feet of God. Mission Salon is a great opportunity for that. We have all kinds of daily opportunities for that. You can get involved. You can call our number, 425-FOOD. You can ask for Nick. You can go to volunteers at missionsolano.org. You can connect with, uh, through email, contact me. Like I said, there's all kinds of ways, and when we think about it, that's daily, that's also, we have big stuff coming up for the holidays. I don't know if you have ever been to our Thanksgiving Day feast where we, we literally serve hundreds of homeless guests. Being able to sit down, talk with them, find out more about their lives. Really what and we see with Sue, just build them up to, to make them feel normal again. It's huge. It's a big part of that. Also, we do a Christmas Eve toy drive giveaway where we give away thousands of toys to little kids. Um, what a great event that is. You can be a part of that. You can help give away toys. You can help give away food. You can be involved literally being the hands and feet of God. Parkway is great at that. You guys are phenomenal at that. I encourage you to keep going, allowing Mission Salon to be a part of that. But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with Ron. He's going to share with you just this last bit of encouragement. Anyway, wow, sorry. My voice kind of travels sometimes. I started out talking about the change that is always around us, whether it be a parkway, whether it be at Mission Solano, whether it hopefully is in your life. I know I need to keep changing. There's a lot of areas I need to still change in. You can just ask my wife down there what areas, and she'll tell you. Um, I'm sure if you ask your wife or your husband, they'll mention to you some other areas we need to change. 
As we ask God, he will point out areas we need to change. I would ask you this morning, as, as we've been sharing about just Mission Solano in, in a real brief way, there's so much other stuff that goes on at Mission Solano that we, can, we wouldn't have the time to even share here this morning. Uh, you might be thinking you've tried to get involved in Mission Solano. I've called there. I haven't gotten a call back, or I offered to be this help. You know, if you wanted to volunteer as a volunteer coordinator, you could do that too. You know, just ask Nick. I mean, there's just so many areas, that so much that, that is coming at us at Mission Solano. We'd love to have more of your involvement. As you know, there's even a lot of staff that have come through Mission Solano and that are here and that, uh, that have been a part of Mission Solano for 15 years. 15 years Mission Solano has been in this community as we started, as you know, from a donated, donated bus. Um, and one of the things as we realize as we continue to move forward, you're right now, right now you are either in going through some heavy-duty stuff uh, or you're just coming out of some things and you're praising God, or you're just getting ready to and you don't even realize it yet. One thing is for sure, though, is God will continue to sustain us. Uh, in Hebrews 11, we are told that since therefore we have such a great cloud of witnesses, uh, the faith chapter that we know it out, a cloud of witnesses, individuals that, that stood the test of faith and time and that we can look back on and we can see their example and we can realize that we too are going to be uh, a part of that cloud of witnesses at some time. And I believe even today that we are a part of a cloud of witnesses for each other, uh, whether it be Parkway for Mission Solano as you cheer us on, as you pray for us, as you're there for us, uh, whether it's your family, whoever that is, there's somebody that's encouraging you, that's, tr- that's trying to walk with you if you've allowed them to walk with you and, and, uh, and be a part of your journey. Uh, but also, as we, as, as we open up chapter 12 of Hebrews, it talks about, since therefore we have that cloud of witnesses, since that, therefore, let us lay aside every weight and sin that hinders us from that race. We are all in a race. We need to realize that. We're all in a race, whether I'm at Mission Solano, whether you're at your job, whether you're at your home raising your family, wherever you're at, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus Christ, you are in a race that is before you. And the Bible uses a lot of different analogies to talk about the, the, uh, the, our, our, uh, our journey, our uh, sanctification process that we're in. And the race is one of those that we're in. And we're to lay out uh, every, every uh, uh, sin and weight, which not only is the sin that's there in our lives, but the weight that is typically could be good things that we have. Back in the Roman days when they ran races, they used to take off everything, even their clothes, everything, and run nude. I mean, let's try that at the turkey trot this year and see what happens, huh? We might win, but I guarantee you we'll make the front page. Uh, we don't do that nowadays. But I know my son was a runner in high school, and they do things to make the race, to do everything they can to give them that advantage on running that race. And we've got the greatest advantage there is to running that race, and that's that cloud of witnesses that we have. And then we have the Spirit of God within us to help us make it through whatever struggles you're going through today. Uh, Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be here quick enough, and it will be here. Uh, But we need to lay aside the things that are hindering us from running that race. And it goes on to say, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who sat down at the right hand of God. He sat down. Throughout Hebrews, you see that term. He sat down. He sat down. It was finished. It's done. He's the one that we're to look to. So how do we look to Jesus? Where do we see Jesus' life? In the Gospels. How do we see Jesus living his life? 
a life of compassion and love and care and helping those that uh, are the less fortunate, uh, the disenfranchised of our communities. That is what we're all about. That's what Parkway's all about. We're all involved in some way in touching the lives outside. When we have church downtown Fairfield, I am so thrilled that that's happened for Parkway to be asked to come downtown and give a church service. You guys don't know how big that is. I spent a lot of time outside the church and kind of weaving through the, the politics of the city and the business and different parts in there. And that is a big thing to be offered and asked. Is that right, Billy? You know that. To be asked to come down and give a church service uh, and not be told what you have to say is a big thing. And so I hope that you're praying about that. I hope that you're going to be involved and come down there and meet the people that God will bring in, in, in your path while we're down there and be a part of running the race that you're in. Uh, when you fall down, get back up because you will fall down. Uh, the road to success is paved with failures. We know that. The older, the older I get, the more I know that. Nick shared about the, the, the Hume Lake and, and coming back from Hume Lake. I was thrilled that I was leaving the kids up there at Hume Lake and coming back. We stayed there for a few days, and oh, my goodness, I couldn't, I, 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 do we have that kind of energy when we were that young? Things change. We change, and I hope that we're changing for the better. Uh, if we're keeping our eyes on Jesus, we are going to be changing for the better, and lives will be changed as we put our lives around others, whether it be in this church and helping each other uh, to run that race with endurance or whether that be outside these walls as where we should be. God tells us that we are to be in the world but not of the world. Unfortunately, the church in America today has become of the world but not in the world. We've got to change that. And we are changing that. Parkway is one of those churches that is that beacon. I've been in a lot of churches because of Mission Solano and been a, lot of, a part of a lot of different things that go on. There's a lot of other churches that are doing what we're doing. They're finally listening to God and listening to Jesus and saying we need to be out there making a difference. And so I want to thank you for the opportunity that we have for coming here and sharing just a little bit. Uh, I know we didn't have a lot of time. We have communion and a lot of things going on today. But I hope you will pray for Parkway. Pray for the leaders. Really pray for the leaders of Parkway Community Church. There's a lot of decisions, a lot of things coming up, and we want to make sure that we are following Christ. We are asking God for wisdom. He tells us in James, if you lack wisdom to ask, we are asking. Ask for us for that wisdom that we need. Um, and so I want to close now and have a sh another short little clip uh, here in a second after I close. And let's worship together and praise God for what he's doing in our lives and in our city. Father, I just want to thank you for the opportunity that we've had uh, to come up here and uh, give our fellow brothers and sisters kind of a glimpse of, of what you're doing and their involvement and what they've done and how their lives is a part of everything that's happening at Mission Solano, your mission, Father, your mission on the streets and what's taking place there, Father. So I, I pray that as you help us to, to run the race that we have before us, Father, each and every one of us, our own race, that you will help us to step out and be the church that you have called us to be, uh, engaging our culture in new and exciting ways uh, for our time down in the city, Father. May you already be preparing, as we know you are, the lives that are going to be touched down there by your church here at Parkway Community Church. And so we thank you and praise you always in Christ's name. Amen. It's our time. We must rise up and no longer disparage. 
It's our time, church, to honor our heritage. We have a Savior. He gave it all on the cross. We stand beside martyrs who counted nothing as lost. They took God's mysteries, opened them up for us. Stephen, John the Baptist, Bonhoeffer, Jan Hus. Surrounded by a cloud of witnesses above, it's now our turn to model his unending love. Our mission is one we cannot confuse, nor muddy up with some trite excuse. You say you're not well-versed, ready, or able. I think Moses even tried to use that fable. The time we have, it's now more urgent. If we should hear, well done, faithful servant. Yeah, church, it's our time. It's our time to confess the ways we're mangled, the sins and selfishness that have us entangled. Lust, greed, and pride, their path leads to the grave. Yet we return to our sins as if we're a slave. Can we survive in this putrid dead sea? I quote Paul, may it never be. So let's cast aside our individual leprosy and begin to leave a biblical legacy. There's a glorious prize awaiting to be won, and the way to win is to start to run. Let's lace them up and fight the good fight, become to the world both salt and light. Our life on earth is merely a vapor. Our chapter must move from pen to paper. So church, let's get to writing because it's our time. It's our time, church. We have what it takes to help the world from its slumber awake. To Jesus, we are his beautiful bride. Whom shall we fear with him on our side? We have each other. We are not alone. It's iron to iron in the combat zone. There's a promise of life full of adventure. As long as we give both talents and treasure, the workers are few, the harvest is plenty, with so many lives running on empty. Scores of people trying to cope. They've come to the end of their proverbial rope. Young eyes are wandering, looking for direction. Make sure we point them to his resurrection. The clock's ticking. We're on our dime. Hey, church, rise up. It's our time. Brothers and sisters, Jesus said, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And then he turned around and he said, But all authority I give 